Friends and foes, welcome to Back of the Cereal Box. I am the prophet of pop culture, John Pica, and I am sitting here with Matt Lintz, Everybody. Bruno from Ms. Marvel, among other things. Among other things, yeah. And I just found out, he just shared with me that you were almost Peter Parker, Spider-Man. I was close. It yeah. was between you, Matt Holland, and who else? Tom Holland, it was me, and then uh, there was a few other people. Uh, but yeah, I was I was in the final like top eight for that. All right. Yeah. Awesome. But now you are Bruno, the man who uttered the most important yes. earth-shattering reveal in the history of the MCU. History is, is a big word, but I I think it's up there. I think it really is. You you changed your character has changed the MCU going forward. Yes, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Uh, and I don't want to spoil it if anyone who's watching hasn't seen it, but uh, yeah, I think if you <laughs> if you watch the last episode and see what I say, I think it definitely changes the trajectory of a lot of things, yes. And you were a huge MCU fan before you did yeah. Ms. Marvel. Yeah, so I grew up I grew up on Tobey Maguire movies, which was an MCU. That's right. But, well, um, it is now. It is now, technically, but I grew up on, on Tobey Maguire, and then obviously, you know, Incredible Hulk, and then when when uh, RDJ came in with the first Iron Man, I was I was locked. Now, how old were you when uh, in two thousand eight? I would have been two thousand eight. I was seven. Yeah, I was seven. So for you, Iron Man was what Star Wars: A New Hope was for me. Yes, I, I was seven years old when yeah. Star Wars came yes. out. Yes, it's exactly like that. Yeah, yeah. I love awesome, awesome. And what is your favorite MCU mo- moment, despite what you've done? MCU uh, moments. Um, I mean, I think it's when Cap says assemble. I think that that that's what everyone was always waiting for. Um, yeah, all and right. It was very, it was very satisfying when he said it. I think that moment. What, outside of the MCU, what is your other pop culture passion? What do you get into when you're not filming? I don't. I'm boring, man. I'm boring, dude. Like I, I play video games. Um, we'll see. Our fans play video games. What's your okay. favorite video game? Okay, so my favorite video game. I said this in an interview earlier, um, but I had some time to think about it. Like Prime Fortnite was always my favorite, uh, which was like five years ago, four years ago. Uh-huh. Uh, I love Tarkov now. Escape from Tarkov's up there. Uh, Apex Legends is always a good game. I rage on that game a lot though, so I, I always I always get off that game. But um, sports games too. Um, but my favorite, I mean, Call of Duty. I grew up on PS3 Black Ops 2. I okay. grew up on that game. Melissa Stetcher, are you listening? <laughs> you and Matt Lentz. I'm just saying. Um, she's one of our co-hosts, and oh, she loves awesome. loves Call of Duty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Black Ops 2 is my favorite Call of Duty. Yeah. 
and uh, Gears of War. She's Gears of War. I, I never Gears got into that. I never got into that. All right. So uh, tell us some crazy that happened on the set of Ms. Marvel. Something crazy. I mean, every day was crazy. I mean, we, we were all, like, insane. We, we had so much fun. We had so much energy because we, we all bounced off each other a lot. So there was always, I think, that, like, the craziest moments were the night shoots when it was, like, 4 a.m. And we literally were, like, running off, like, four 400 milligrams of caffeine and no food and then just, like, thinking about what whatever. But you're lucky because I see that you've got... Uh, G Fuel with you. I do, G Fuel. This is, listen, G Fuel, that's the way to get that energy yeah. at 4 a.m. You've got 300 milligrams in a can with the best flavors in the world. Literally, like, it will help you out immensely. Check it out, G Fuel. G Fuel. Um, now, uh, uh, so you guys were filming, how, how long was, were you filming? Because six episodes took how long? I mean, it was crazy. It was it was supposed to be a mini series, but um, you know, due to COVID, yeah, you and got delayed. There was a lot of delays. I, I would say it took a little under two years um, from literally pre-production to finishing it completely. Uh, probably a little under two years. All right. And were there any surprises that happened? Like you, you're in the middle of filming. You've got the script, but. I know there, there are rewrites and there are changes yeah. day to day. Was there anything that happened that you went, whoa, was not expecting that? Yes. I mean, there's, there's, there's so many of that because with our, with our show, there was a lot of changes. Uh, we, we did have uh, a lot of reshoots. Um, and I think the thing that, that we were just talking about before we, we started this was what I, what I say at the end. Mm-hmm. That, wasn't, that wasn't originally right. something that I knew of. Um, so when we came back to shoot it, I was it wasn't even in the script, like what I said. They, they came to me privately, like, hey, we can't put this on a, a script just in case it gets leaked, uh, but you say this. And I'm like, oh, well, that's, that's insane. Now, now, did your co-star uh, playing Kamala Khan, did she know that those words were coming out of your mouth well, too? Well, we, we didn't or know. Or was that, was that reaction authentic? Well, no. So she knew, I think she knew a little bit before me. Um... And then I knew probably a day after she did, uh, but it was it was really funny. Like we were filming it, and she couldn't keep a straight face because she was so excited about it, and she was freaking out. I was free. Everyone was freaking out, uh, and it was it was really cool shoot. That that is fantastic. Um, now you guys shot in Atlanta. Is yeah, that yeah. Right? We shot in Atlanta and uh, Thailand. Okay. Now, and you were were you in every single episode, or were? Uh no. Episode five. I was in. Just I was the very end. Yeah, right? I wasn't in four. Nope. Oh okay. Yeah, but uh, anyway, cool man. I, I'm so I'm so psyched. So uh, yeah, I've loved um, Ms. Marvel. Um, for those of you who have been on the fence about watching it, it is definitely worthwhile. Yes, the intended demographic skews younger. They were aiming for the the teenage. Um, uh, Girl market, um, and and it has hit on every cylinder for that demographic. It's the highest rated it is. Marvel project in the intended demographic, and um, I liked it a lot. I loved the um, the Edgar Wright style direction, yeah, yeah. and uh, you know using some of those aesthetics that was phenomenal. Yeah. Love it, love it, love it. Um, and uh, it does change the MCU. It's 
really worth watching. You gotta watch it. You have to check it out. So, um, do you know what's next for you? Uh, no, I don't. I don't. I'm just taking it day by day, and, and, and you know, we'll see what happens. Um, if I come back to the MCU, that'd be great. If I don't, it, you know, it is what it is. I, I'm just happy to be a part of it, and, and as of now, I'm just chilling out, relaxing. All right, all right. And uh, most important question of this interview. What is your favorite breakfast cereal? Oh, my favorite. I grew up on Cocoa Puffs. Okay. I grew up on Cocoa Puffs, so I have to stay loyal. I haven't had cereal a lot in the past, like, three, four years, but if I were given one cereal... Because you got to stay in MCU shape. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right? <laughs> no, but uh, Cocoa Puffs. All right, all right. Matt Lentz says Cocoa Puffs. What do you say? Post your comments down below. You can uh, send us a voice message. Email us. We want to hear your comments. And what did you think about Ms. Marvel? And um, show some, some love to Matt. And uh, let us know how much you appreciate him being on the show. Thank you so much, Matt. Thank you, man. We Thank appreciate you for having it. Me. Until the next time, love you, mean it. We'll catch you on the back of the cereal box.